Golf and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We will fall to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740 The Game. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4. In the house, Holly G, along with the best caddy on the planet, Rich B., and uh, it is full speed ahead, Rich, into the FedEx Cup playoffs. The top 70 have advanced to the BMW Championship, which begins Thursday out in Chicagoland at Conway Farms. And this is where it gets really exciting, Rich. Well, they'll cut the field down to uh, 30. After this, this round, uh, they'll cut it down to 30, and they'll go to uh, Atlanta for the uh, championship. Almost as close as the New England Patriots-Buffalo Bills game on Sunday. Ugh. I got to give it to you, Rich and Rich Walsh, wow. behind the glass there. All right, you boys, you beat my Bills. Oh, we uh, did. Another we did the big old tragic w. loss. It's a good thing because uh, watching uh, Holly do the table dance, just uh, way overrated. Oh, overrated. my goodness. But, um, <laughs> hey, you know, Rich B., there's just so much happening here in terms of um, – what could be playing out over the next couple of days? A course that uh, they changed from Cog Hill over to Conway Farms. Cog Hill, which was sort of southwest and about an hour outside of Chicago now, they're kind of northeast. Uh, they've got new buzz for this event, and uh, I think it's going to be uh, really fun to see the players be tested at a course they haven't seen a lot before. You know what? I think they're in for some hot weather up there as well. Now, the weather is really... Uh warm in uh, uh, the uh, Great Lakes area, uh, Midwest. And you know what? I think we've got Bob Herrig on the line, and he's there. He is live. We're going to go to our main dog from ESPN.com to uh, check in in the media center. Bob Herrig. Hey, how you guys doing? Wow, that sounded that sounded like the clap for an eagle putt, Bob. <laughs> Not been too many of those for me, actually. <laughs> So um, give us a little lay of the land. What's the what's the golf course looking like? Tell us a little bit about it. This this is course a fairly new course opened, I believe, in 1991, and um, has a what is it kind of a lynx lynxy feel? I know it was built on some farmland. Tell us about the course. Right. No, it doesn't. It's not so much of a lynxy feel. It's got it's got a lot of it's, you know, a lot of trees on the front nine. It looks more of a prairie look on the back nine. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's obviously it really conditioned nicely. Uh, nobody really quite sure how it's gonna, how it's gonna play. I mean, it's, you know, the, the competitions that have been held here are, are not, you know, they're not professional events. Uh, they had an NCAA title, NCAA championship here years ago that a couple of the guys in the field actually played in. Jason Duffner, uh, Zach Johnson, you know, those guys were, it was 1997, so it was 16 years ago. 
Uh, Luke Donald's a member here, so he's got the most course knowledge. He loves the place. This is where he plays and practices when he's at home in Chicago. So, uh, you know, that part of it is um, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, from what I could tell, there's a lot of birdie holes, a lot of short irons, depending on the conditions. And, Rich, it's, it's 90s now, but it's supposed to be in the 60s on Friday. So the weather's going to change a lot. It's going to be... Uh, I mean, it was absolute. It was a record high here yesterday, 95 degrees, and then it's going to be 49 degrees on 40 on uh, Friday morning. So, having quite the weather change, which obviously you know can impact things too. The ball's not going to fly as far. Yeah, that makes a big deal if you tee off in the morning or afternoon as well. Uh, depending on your tee time. Well, there, there's not a whole lot of tee times either. So. Yeah, there's only 70 players, and the and the and the tee times are. You know they're a bit more com- compact. I think they 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 run between uh, 10 a.m. and 1:30 uh, local time. So that isn't going to be that big of a deal. Um, but uh, nonetheless, you know, obviously, uh, uh, you know, in the morning it's going to be a little cool, especially Friday. And uh, actually, by the weekend, it, it, it should be quite the pleasant uh, atmosphere. I think the temperature is going to be in the 70s. It's going to be it's actually going to be kind of nice. Well, of course, um, they love to create some interesting featured pairings, especially as we're coming down to the uh, end of the season here. And to no surprise, Henrik Stenson, Tiger Woods, and Adam Scott will be teeing it up on Thursday. And what do you think about Henrik? You know, he was so hot. Do you think this uh, week off he was uh, happy about, or do you think he would have liked to have kept the momentum going? I think they were all happy about the week off. Um, it's just a lot of golf this time of year, as we've talked about. I mean, you know, through through that tournament at the Deutsche Bank, you know, Stenson played the Scottish Open, British Open, uh, had a week off, played the uh, Bridgestone, the PGA, had a week off, then played those two tournaments. So what's that, six tournaments in eight weeks with overseas travel? Uh, it's a lot of golf, and uh, for him, you know, in those in those six events, he had five top threes. So he's grinding for a lot of those tournaments. You know, he's in contention. So I, I think uh, I think they all sort of welcome the week off. Um, you know, uh, just to recharge a little bit here for these last two weeks. Well, somebody who has shown how uh, recharging has been good for his game this year, of course, uh, Steve Stricker, who probably hadn't played six events in the past three months but has had numerous top tens and he's teeing it up with justin rose and brant snedeker uh you know snedeker of course the uh, past tour champion what uh you know what do you see in his game he's he's you know kind of been uh you know under the radar he has i mean he, he won in he won in canada and then uh you know has cooled off a little bit but uh i i wouldn't be surprised if that break didn't help him because he really had the long run. He he did not miss a tournament from the British Open through the Deutsche Bank. I mean, he played every week in that stretch, and it you know it just gets to be too much golf for these guys. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he came back strong. And and he he better than anybody knows. You put it together here at the right time, and and you can win the FedEx Cup in that ten million dollars. Lots of positioning to obviously if you're you know in that top five, but we've certainly seen uh, people like Snedeker come out of that that top five. But as you're looking down the 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 top ten, is there somebody that 
you know, stands out to you, Bob, that, you know, maybe you'll, you know, really light on fire? Of course, you know, we've got Jason Duffner in there and, and Jordan Spieth. I mean, would, wouldn't that be an amazing story? Yeah, I mean, he's obviously would be terrific, unbelievable story to come from where he came from with no status. Uh, you know, it, it, it getting in the top five is is sort of you know is sort of the, the the benchmark. It means you control your own destiny. But since they went to this point system in 2009, there's only been one player that's that's really done that. Uh, you know, uh, everybody has who's won the tour championship. Uh, um, uh, has been outside of the top five, except for Jim Furyk uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, and Snedeker was, uh, I believe he was 12th last year. When when Bill Haas won the Tour Championship uh, two years ago, he was 23rd in the points and won the whole thing. So that's why I think you just, you just kind of want to get in. And then if, if the right things happen and you win the tournament, you know, there you go, $10 million bonus. $10 million, that would be uh, sweet. Now, um, how's Tiger looking? Can you give us an update on his, uh, you know, does the shoulder look good, the back? What's what's going on? Yeah, I watched him today for nine holes. He, you, you would have never any, known anything was wrong before. You know, there was no no issues. You know, he hit the ball fine, uh, no no back problems, no wincing, no no gingerly picking the ball out of the hole talked about it afterwards said the week off for him was good he got a bunch of treatment he was actually able to practice with his coach sean foley last week back home uh, so uh, you know uh, unless something flares up here again which i suppose is always possible uh but unless that happens he looks good to go and and you know he's a guy who needed the needed the week off too he not only did he have the back problem but he also you know obviously needed to work on his game a little bit uh he, he kind of just Got it to the house at the Barclays and then had no preparation at all for the Deutsche Bank. And he's, uh, I think he's a lot better off now. And, uh, we'll see. He's not had a lot of success on new golf courses, uh, the latter part of his career here. He's, you know, he's usually wins at places where he's played before. So this is a new course for him. Of course, it's a new course for just about everybody. Anybody in the press conferences, uh, that seem a little more fired up or, uh, you know, had that, uh, laser focus in their eyes that you can uh, say might be might be really uh, gaming for it this weekend you know I, I don't sense that I, I think there's I think we're still a little bit in the positioning mode the nice thing here is that they've got they've got um, you know no cut to worry about and so you can just play and uh, uh, you know, I think that, you know, you, you want to get off to a good start at a course where it looks like scoring might be good and give yourself a chance. But I don't sense that anybody's really done it now. Saying that, Luke Donald needs a good week to advance. Roy McElroy needs a good week to advance. Luke, uh, uh, Ian Poulter. I mean, among a bunch of players, they need, they need good weeks to move on to the next tournament. And, and so in that sense, I think you'll see that these guys have to play well. This week, uh, they've got a bit of a sense of urgency. All right. Well, it is uh, all systems go for uh, the third and final leg of the the FedEx Cup playoffs. Seventy will be whittled down to thirty. It's going to be a fun week and weekend. Thanks, Bob, so much. As always, we'll let you go back to work. Bob Herrig, ESPN.com. 
Thanks, thanks, Bob. You're listening to the Golf Insiders 740 The Game. We've got lots more coming up. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he shanked that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. Struggler's blues. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G along with Rich B. And, Rich, you know we've got this big, big contest going on to all our listeners through the FedEx Cup playoffs. It's uh, courtesy of Hammock Beach Resort, a special stay-and-play package. Includes two nights' accommodations in a one-bedroom ocean view suite and a round of golf for two on the newly renovated conservatory course. The package is good through December 19th. 2013, and it's a $650 package, Rich B. Uh, conservatory course reopening after a few upgrades, and it's absolutely beautiful up there at Hammock Beach. Such a great property. Sitting right there on the ocean, and um, what a great, uh, great little package we have for our listeners here. So go to our website, go online, thegolfinsiders.com. Click on events. You'll see all the information there, and we'll be announcing the winner live on the Golf Insider Show, September 25th. So go sign up, tell some friends. Great little package. And um, Rich B, we got so much, so much going on golf wise. We got the FedEx Cup playoffs. We got guys vying on the web.com tour to get uh, their place on the PGA Tour for next year. And, um, you know, there's another thing that's happening here in Orlando that's going to be a pathway to that web.com and the PGA Tour. And that's. The Space Coast Pro Tour, which has been resurrected and is coming back to the Orlando area beginning in October. This was a very popular tour in Central Florida back in the 70s and 80s, as I think you have some friends that may have played on it, and the likes of Kenny Perry, Mark O'Meara, Paul Azinger, many notable players that made their mark on the Space Coast Pro Tour. And it's my pleasure to have on the uh, business development director and one of the partners, Jeffrey Bernstein, to uh, tell our listeners a little bit about the Space Coast coming back to Orlando. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Great to have you on. And uh, we had you on about a month ago, I guess. So give us an update. I know you've added some new um, some new categories, including a place for women, which, of course, I'm, you know, all for. Tell our listeners uh, about the Space Coast. Well, our first tournament is going to be October 21 and 22. Our tournaments are, are two days in length, Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, and Fridays. And the inaugural tournament is at the Reunion Resort, uh, October 21 and 22. We have uh, four divisions now. We have the Men's Open Division. We have the 47-plus uh, division. We have the 60-plus, which we call the Legends Division. And we're happy to uh, tell everyone that we also have a women's division, and we're really, really excited about that. We've been getting some great feedback from the women across the country who want to come to Orlando and, and play in the Space Coast Tour. Hey, now, this, is a, this is open to uh, amateurs as well. It's also open to amateurs, both men and women. 
as long as they have a USGA index of 3.0 or lower. And uh, as far as the women are concerned, uh, as long as they don't have full exempt plane status on the LPGA, uh, they're welcome to play in the Space Coast Tour. They can uh, be a member of the Symmetra Tour and either have partial or full plane privileges, but they're still welcome, just as long as they don't have full plane status on the LPGA. Because those women have already achieved their dream, and the whole point of the Space Coast Tour is to give uh, the opportunity to both men uh, and women a chance to achieve their dream. It's fantastic, and I know you've also uh, partnered up and have a big supporter in Mike Bender, our very own Mike Bender here in Orlando. Of course, many know uh, he's one of the top teachers in the country and um, the the teaching instructor for Zach Johnson, among others, on the PGA right. Tour. So this is a great relationship, and Mike used to play on the Space Coast Tour. Yes, he did, and uh, Mike has been very, very generous in his time in supporting uh, the tour. Uh, his uh, state-of-the-art uh, golf academy in Lake Mary, connected to the Magnolia Plantation uh, Country Club, uh, is going to be the home base for any of the players, regardless of their division, uh, to utilize uh, his facilities for practice. And he and his staff will be available at a discounted rate uh, to provide an instructional need uh, if the player so desires. So we're really pleased to have Mike as part of our team. And we have been consulting him for the last few months, and has been, he has been extremely helpful. I know the other thing you're, you're very proud about is the fact that you have uh, – an affiliation with the Folds of Honor Foundation, and that you're going to be having a, a pro-am that will benefit the Folds of Honor and a big kickoff for the inaugural event at Reunion. Tell us more about that. Yeah, we're very, very excited about that. Uh, to all your viewers who are not familiar, the Folds of Honor Foundation uh, provides uh, financial assistance and scholarships to the surviving spouse and the children of those who have lost their life or limb in any of the wars. And as a result, uh, we decided that that's going to be the beneficiary of the Space Ghost Tour. And with respect to our inaugural event, uh, we're going to be having representatives from the Folds of Honor, and uh, they're going to uh, have a 21-gun salute, and uh, there's going to be a bugler there playing the Star Spangled Banner, and uh, most uh, excited is that we're going to have ceremonial uh, tee shots by three disabled veterans who uh, each have been awarded, among other medals, the Purple Heart. And uh, we're really excited about that. And then in March of next year at the Black Bear Club in Eustis, Florida, we'll be having a big, big pro-am uh, event, uh, celebrities and uh, amateurs and pros and the uh, proceeds will go to the Folds of Honor Foundation. And throughout the various tournaments, because we're going to have approximately uh, 38 tournaments during the, uh, the season, we're going to have various events periodically uh, to raise additional funds for the Folds of Honor. So we're, we're really, really pleased. And uh, the Folds is, of course, providing a lot of support for us, and it's just a fantastic cause uh, well, to take care of uh, the military families. Well, you are so passionate about this, and I know that you are just working 24-7 to make this a success. 
you're really focused on the players and making this a tour that uh, supports the players and is it is a training ground for them to get to the next step, you know, of of their dreams in golf, the web.com because as we know the the whole procedure has changed now in terms of Q school and we've been talking about that and we'll be talking about it the rest of the show in terms of the the playoffs both on the web.com and the PGA tour. But most importantly, yeah. you got to get players to sign up. So how do they do that? Well, they go to our website, uh, spacecoastprotour.com, uh, and I'll repeat that. It's spacecoastprotour.com, and they go to the registration page, and it's a simple process. Uh, each tournament costs $420 for entry fee, and I, I'm also very pleased to announce that we have no membership fees whatsoever. Uh, a player can sign up for one or more tournaments, uh, doesn't make any difference what division. Each uh, entry fee is $420 for each tournament. Also, uh, they're going to notice on the uh, website that we have a player discount page, which will uh, allow each of the players who register for one or more tournaments to receive an ID discount card, and they'll be able to utilize that card with all of the businesses who have uh, joined us as sponsors uh, and they'll be able to get the Space Coast Pro Tour discount for all of the products and services that the sponsors provide. And we're really, really excited about that. And that also includes golf courses for practice and uh, for playing at discounts. And all the information is on the player discount page of the website. So we're really pleased about that. But you need to go. The players, no matter the division, need to go to SpaceCoastProTour.com and uh, register uh, credit cards through uh, PayPal, uh, $420 for each tournament, regardless of the division. No membership fee, Holly, whatsoever. And we're really happy about that. We wanted to create a model that was much more conducive and friendly to give the players a a chance. And uh, also one other thing I'd like to mention, and that is that uh, for the open division, uh, regardless of the number of the players in the field, uh, the winner is being guaranteed $5,000. So whether there's 50 players or 100 players, uh, the winner is guaranteed at least $5,000. So we're very pleased about that. And uh, we're trying to give uh, all of these players in the particular divisions a chance to uh, enjoy themselves. There's also going to be skins games each day voluntarily. And there's going to be full uh, and one prizes throughout all of these tournaments. So... A lot of chances to achieve financial success and a tremendous uh, training ground uh, to move up the ladder and achieve your dream. And that's what we're here for and no other reason. Jeffrey Bernstein, the owner and director of business affairs for the Space Coast Pro Tour. Jeff, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. And uh, we're happy to be uh, partnering with you and being your official radio station of the Space Coast Pro Tour. And we wish you tremendous success and we're looking forward to that first event the inaugural event out at reunion resort thanks so much space coast pro tour sign up you've got lots more coming up here on the golf insider 740 the game stay with us todd lewis from the golf channel up next gary thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us well that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you that's just the way it is don't play a pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni, I 
We're back to Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4. In the house, Holly G, along with Rich B. And we're talking BMW Championship, Rich. 70 in the field. No cut. Conway Farms out in Chicago. Play hard or you go home. Done for the season. I know a guy who can sing my kind of town is Chicago. (laughs) And he's on the line, one of our favorite golf insiders, Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel. Hello, Todd. Can you hum us a few bars? No chance at that. No chance. (laughs) So the weather is looking very nice there, but could get a little uh, cool, I see, from the weather forecast. And... uh, is this course towards Lake Michigan? What's where's the location? I know it's northeast of of downtown, right? Yeah, it's in, it's uh, yeah, just above the North Shore, uh, so it's in the north side of Chicago and Cog Hill down in the south, southern part, uh, I believe. So uh, it, it's a good venue. Here's why: it's first off, there are a lot of great golf courses in the northern part of Chicago. Uh, there's a nice little golf corridor here, and secondly. Milwaukee's not too far from where Conway Farms is, and Milwaukee, of course, is a good golf area as well, and you know, they no longer have the Greater Milwaukee open there, so a lot of those fans can make the trip south and, and see some really great golf and a good golf course and obviously some of the world's best year. So tell us uh, what you've been hearing, talking to the players. Uh, do you see somebody that uh, has come back and seems a little more fired up with the week off? Certainly it probably helped Tiger. Not so sure it helped uh, Stenson since, you know, he's been uh, on fire with a ton of momentum. Kind of uh, give us a sense of who you've been talking to and, and what's going on there on the range. Well, actually, I think it, it helped a couple of people. I think it did help Henrik since. I think it's given Henrik a chance to take a breath of fresh air and, re- and hit the reset button after his victory. He's been playing so beautifully. You know, he has an opportunity or had an opportunity to absorb that win and, you know, kind of relish in it and, and get his body uh, back together. If, if anything or any person, I should say, that benefited, in my opinion, the most from this break, it is Brant Snedeker. Um, Brant, he's going to be, by the way, he, it, it looks like he's going to be. I mean, it could mathematically not happen, but it looks like he's going to be the first ever defending FedEx Cup champion to advance to the Tour Championship. But Brant has been playing in every PGA Tour event since the Open Championship. Think about that. I mean, that's a lot of golf. And not only just regular PGA Tour events, but he's been playing major championships, WGC events, and these playoff events, which take a toll on not only your body, but also mentally as well. And, he, and one thing that, that folks don't realize is that, you know, they think that players just show up and they hit maybe a half a bucket of balls and then they go out and play. They are constantly constantly grinding on the range hitting buckets and buckets of balls and when you do that in so many weeks in a row it takes a toll on your body i mean i'm i'm 46 years old when i go and play around i have to pop a, a few advil I, I mean just imagine how much golf and how many balls these guys hit i mean it does take it your body does take a little bit of a beating when you play that many events consecutively no doubt rich b's got to take a whole bottle of advil todd yeah. so uh you know he, he's he's right there with you on that one. Um, 
you know, it 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 is. Uh, you're you're so right. The amount of of time and energy that goes into it. I mean, and and Snedeker started the year with a, a really nagging rib injury that he seems to have uh, recovered from. But what a machine that guy is. I I don't think he knows how to slow down. Do you? Well, I mean, he's got a fa- a fast gait about him. Uh, you're right. He he he's got it seems like one gear and it's always the highest. Um, Spoke with him today, um, asked him how his body felt, and he said everything feels good. He's got a good attitude. Um, and considering the fact that he played so beautifully at Eastlake, uh, I think he feels kind of energized in these last two events. So it, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, look, the guys who are in the top 20 or so, what they want to do in the FedEx Cup standings, that is, what they want to do is they want to get inside the top five heading to Eastlake because – at that point, you control your own destiny. If you're in the top five as you make your way to the Tour Championship, a win at the Tour Championship for any of those players in the top five and they're the FedEx Cup champion. So this is, you know, we say Saturday is moving day. Well, the BMW Championship is moving day as far as the FedEx Cup points race go. Yeah, it's it's fun, especially when you look at some of the guys right around number five, Phil Mickelson at six, Justin Rose at seven, Stricker at eight. Snedeker at 9, and Jordan Spieth at 10. I'm watching this guy. Wouldn't that be an amazing story? It would, and uh, Jordan is obviously coming off that great phone call that he got from Freddie Couples. He said it was was one of the greatest, if not the greatest, in his life uh, when Freddie made him a captain's pick on that U.S. team. And I think that was the right call. I mean, Pretty good year for this rookie. Absolutely. He started with no status, and now not only does he have PGA Tour status, but he has a victory as well, and they nearly got another one in Greensboro. He's just been playing so confidently over the last few months. So it was a good pick, uh, captain's pick by Fred Couples. And I think Webb Simpson was the right pick as well, um, considering he's played you know, pretty consistent over the last year. And him and Zach Johnson basically had match play at the Deutsche Bank Championship for that final playoff spot. And, and Zach Johnson rolled in a 25-footer in the last hole just to edge out Webb Simpson in, in the automatic qualifier. So... Uh, I, I like this U.S. team a lot. I think I think they got a good mix of youth and experience. So uh, I, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, it looks like Freddie on paper is going to go three and zero as captain of the Presidents Cup. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, I think it's going to be a very exciting matchup. Um, let's turn to women's golf because there's some big stuff happening um, over there in Europe. The Evian Championship, which is now the fifth major for the LPGA. Uh, Give us some thoughts on that. Well, I, I'm interested to see how this this week turns out. Um, I, I don't know. When you add a major championship, it seems like you're, 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 you're I don't know. It just seems like Kevin made a it ain't right, I don't think, Todd. It's just something it's is weird. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't I, think any of us uh, really can can, you know, get get our get our arms around it. Well, let me just ask you this. If Enmi Park wins this week, she'll have four major championships in one year, but there are five major championships. So I don't know what you call that. I mean, at, first and foremost, it's outstanding. It's unbelievable, and it'd be one of the greatest years ever in the world of golf, no matter what the gender. But, you know, I don't know. But I will say this. Uh, Evian and that championship in Europe has been – a, I mean, just a cornerstone, a beautiful tournament over the last decade or so. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm kind of mixed. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely optimistic to see how this turns 
uh, turns out over, over the week and, and see where it goes not only next year but the many years to come as far as embracing the fifth major championship in the women's game. Well, certainly uh, MB Park actually uh, played a lot of her junior golf in uh, the Orlando area out at Black Bear Golf Club. And uh, what a great putting stroke she has. Stacy Lewis, who's uh, number two in the rankings, and then you have Suzanne Pedersen, who's just been coming on gangbusters uh, since the uh, Solheim Cup. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and a lot of eyes are going to be on Stacey Lewis. I mean, can she follow up after winning the Women's British and, and you know, and, and win this one? I mean, I, just, I think it's good. I, I, to be honest with you, I think it would be great if we could have Envy Park and Stacey Lewis kind of separate a little bit and, and build this great rivalry because both of those players are very young and obviously very talented. And, you know, I'm not discounting the other great players, but if they, if those two could, you know, start to build a rivalry that, you know, it's, it's hard to say who rivaled Tiger, but let's say maybe Arnie and Jack kind of rivalry in, uh, in the women's game. That'd be awesome because they have many years of great golf ahead of them. Absolutely. Uh, coming back to the BMW, a uh, couple of guys that have been there before in terms of the Tour Championship, Jim Furyk and Bill Haas still uh, sitting in the top 20. Uh, do you see, you know, these guys kind of making a run? Do you think having been there helps? Any dark horses you see? Well, absolutely. I think it being there helps. You know what's interesting about this week is that the Conway Farms layout, is it's a Tom Bazio layout. It hasn't been, first off, um, it hasn't been a golf course very long. It was, it was, yeah, 1991, uh, I think? Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's only been around for, you know, it's been around for less than 25 years, you know, which is not, you know, it's definitely not a short time, but it's, you know, not a lot of players have seen it. And, and definitely not a lot of PGA Tour players have seen this golf course. As a matter of fact, Tiger Woods saw the golf course for the very first time today. And an interesting bit of news coming out of Conway Farms today, Phil Mickelson was scheduled to play in the Pro-Am today, but he asked the PGA Tour to be excused because of personal reasons, and he was excused. Now, we don't know what those personal reasons are. I did have a chance to talk to Slugger White, who's the vice president of rules and competition for the PGA Tour, basically the tournament director on site who ultimately excused Phil from the Pro-Am. And uh, he said that he – I asked him, I said, do you 100% expect Phil to be on the grounds competing Thursday morning? And he said, well, I don't know about 100%, but we are expecting him. So we don't know why Phil opted out uh, of the Pro-Am today. Um, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. But because he was excused, he is eligible to compete in the BMW Championship. But, but more importantly, he's going to see the golf course for the very first time in round number one tomorrow. And there are a lot of guys who just, you know, they don't, they, they're still learning how to play this golf course. So it's a bit of, of a mystery, all except for one player, and that is Luke Donald, who's kind of the pseudo-host. He's a member at Conway Farms, lives part-time in the Chicago area, and owns the course record, which is a 61 here. So, you know, he's, he's had a frustrating year, but he's got a bit of an advantage heading into the BMW Championship this week. Yeah, it's, it's just going to be an exciting uh, week and an exciting weekend. And, of course, great coverage on the Golf Channel Thursday and Friday, as well as Saturday and Sunday with uh, various wrap-ups and Golf Central. And, as always, you guys, just uh, fantastic coverage. And, hey, if it's breaking news, also you can check it out on Morning Drive in the morning. And GolfChannel.com. I mean, yeah, you, you just hit Google and Golf Channel and we got you covered. You sure do. Thanks, Todd. As always, we'll let you go back to work, and we appreciate you taking a few minutes with us. We love you and love uh, all you do. Thanks so much. You got it.
Todd Lewis, the Golf Channel. You're listening to 740 The Game and the Golf Insiders. We'll be right back with more golf talk. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really not so mean. I got good eyesight, I'll be all right. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4. In the house, Holly G and Rich B wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk. What's up, Rich? You giving something away, Holly? We are. Our big stay and play package, courtesy of Hammock Beach Resort. Anything good? Big time good. <laughs> this package includes two nights accommodations in a one-bedroom ocean view suite. I know, I know you're probably just running your own separate contest of who's going to join you. In, in one of these suites, Rich B. And one round of golf for two people on the newly renovated conservatory course. Uh, just reopening. They've done a beautiful job. It's a great golf course. And Hammock Beach, what a great place to go hang out for a couple of days. You got the water park. You got, you're right there on the ocean. And it's so close to us right, uh, right in the backyard of Orlando. So go to our website, Golf Insiders, thegolfinsiders.com, thegolfinsiders.com. Click on events. You'll see all the information there. Sign up, register. We're giving away this trip, and the winner will be announced live on our show on September 25th. So go check it out and uh, tell some friends. And you guys got all the uh, podcasts of the shows up there too, right? Absolutely. The podcast, you can... Uh, Sign up and like us on Facebook and all that cool stuff. And I know, I know Rich B just, he loves to listen to himself. So he plays our podcast to fall asleep at night so that hey. I can give him sweet dreams <laughs> subliminally. Hey, I have an eyebrow raising, uh, uh, event Note. that I would like to announce, uh, to benefit the American Cancer Society. It's called, and it's at Hunter's Creek, October 12th. Eight o'clock shotgun and Hunter's Creek will, yeah, uh, Ale House will be providing lunch and there'll be all kinds of cool contests, goodie bags. And, uh, if you're interested, go, uh, golfhunterscreek.com backslash Ken class. For the record, I was saying, uh, you suck, Rich B, because you were mocking me, not because of what you were pushing, because that's a very, very good, uh, organization. You mean the, uh, eyebrow raising, uh, <laughs> You yeah. use that twice in two weeks now. Come on. You got to come mock up with me, Rich. Come on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, as we've been talking, things are just heating up with the FedEx Cup playoffs. And simultaneously, we have the Web.com Tour playoffs. We're halfway through uh, the Web.com. 25 guys have already gotten their PGA Tour cards, have qualified. Now it's uh, the next 25 who are hoping to uh, get those tour cards. And we're going to go to Jeff Shane from PGATour.com to fill us in on this week's tournament, which is the Nationwide Children's Championship at Ohio State University. Hey, Jeff. How are you? Great. Just so much golf going on. We love it. We love it. Um, you know, it's good for golf, keeps us, uh, keeps, keeps us fired up here as we're going into September and the President's Cup in October. But there's a lot going on for these guys that are still trying to live the dream and get to the next level. Fill us in. 
Well, for some of these guys, uh, you know, this this is the equivalent of tour school, and uh, we have some guys that, that have played well during the Web.com regular season that, that are now out of gas. And, and you've got guys like Andrew Svoboda, who won last weekend in Charlotte, who had a horrendous uh, year on the PGA Tour, uh, would have gone home the week of the PGA Championship, but it was too expensive, so he decided to enter the Web.com event, won it, got into the web.com finals here, and then won again last week. So all of a sudden, he has turned his entire year around in, in the space of uh, about a month's worth of time. So a lot can change uh, if for the fortunes of these guys uh, here even in the next two weeks. Absolutely, and you've got a mix of you know guys that have lost their PGA Tour cards or you know failed to qualify in the top 125 at the end of the season for the uh, FedEx Cup. And, you know, as we saw uh, two weeks ago, Trevor Emmelman, former Masters champion, who uh, was, you know, one of those guys fighting to get his way back in and now looks pretty good as he sits uh, number one um, in the in the Web.com playoffs. Yeah, I, I think that uh, Emmelman not only has, has guaranteed his tour card, but he's going to be very high on that entry list uh, level. So he ought to be able to set his schedule as though he never lost his job at the end of the FedEx Cup regular season. Uh, we've probably got about nine guys that I think um, you can say definitely have their cards for next year uh, through through this system. Some of them already did anyway, Svoboda, Ben Martin, Kevin Kisner. Uh, I think it's going to take about 42000 somewhere between 42000 and 50000 to uh, to absolutely secure your card, but... Uh, that could change based on you know what happens this week at Ohio State's Scarlet Course. Well, we've just got a couple of minutes left, and I certainly want to get your thoughts on uh, the BMW Championship this week. And as somebody that was out uh, for you know many many weeks on tour uh, as our <laughs> former correspondent for the Orlando Sentinel, uh, give me uh, your thoughts on on what's shaping up here, and you know who are you keeping your eye on. Well, this is really kind of a mystery week because there's only one guy that really knows Conway Farms, and that's Luke Donald. Um, and, and so I think this is for, for the guys that can make adjustments quickly and, and maybe the veterans that, that learn courses quickly, I think it's a big advantage. Uh, the guys that I'm looking at, I, I want to see if Henrik Stenson has cooled off during the off week because I gave up on him uh, after the Barclays, and that turned out to be a big mistake. So uh, I, I want to see if uh, if he can stay hot. I also think Steve Stricker is having a heck of a year, especially for a guy that's played only uh, a limited schedule, 11 starts. He, is, uh, he only had four bogeys at Deutsche Bank last time they played. Uh, he's, uh, he, uh, he, he's first on uh, – I, I take it back. He's number two on the PGA Tour in greens and regulation. He's number two in adjusted scoring behind Tiger Woods. And he's number two in the all-around. Not bad for a guy who only plays about once a month. Not bad. And uh, we've got a great four days of golf coming up. No cut. 70 players moving to 30. The BMW Championship. Thanks, Jeff Shane, so much. We miss you at the Orlando Sentinel. But check him out on PGATour.com. Thanks to our insiders tonight. Bob Herrig, Todd Lewis, and Jeff Shane. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week and watch some golf this weekend. We're out of here.